0: All right, all right. We are live. This is Mike Wall. Welcome back to another episode of the Agent Revolution podcast presented by Mike Wall Live, the place where we deconstruct the biggest challenges facing today's real estate agents so that they can build a sustainable, profitable, and most of all, fulfilling real estate business. What a show we have today. I'm joined by best selling author Mabel Katz, and we are talking about happiness and specifically how to achieve happiness in the chaotic world of real estate. Don't forget, you can get more free, great real estate business training at mikewalllive.com.
1: Miss Mabel, are you ready to rock and roll? I am ready. I just want you to know something that you don't know. My kids are in real estate. No way. <laughs> yes way. <laughs> well, this show just got even better. So thanks for
0: thanks for letting me know that. Before we get into talking about today's topic, let's talk a little bit about you because one of the things I'm all I'm always curious about is um, is how someone got into their uh, particular, um, you know, their, their, how they chose that particular career path. And so I'd love to hear your story about how you got into becoming a writer.
1: Yes. Well, I don't know that I am a writer. So listen to this. I used to be an accountant. I have two university degrees, CPA and a license in business administration. I'm originally from Argentina. Yeah. I've been living in Los Angeles for 37 years. And I was a very successful accountant, senior tax accountant here in L.A. Yeah. But one day I woke up. Uh, I was looking for happiness in the wrong places. Yeah. So I tried everything that somebody thinks it needs to be happy, but I was not happy. So uh, I started my search and I became a spiritual. I became a believer. Um, I, my life completely changed. And I started actually writing from my heart. So my books, for example, are very easy to read. I don't use very, you know, difficult uh, terms or because I don't know them probably in English. Yeah. So um, and um, I just write again from my heart. That's why, you know, my books, usually people say your book changed my life. You know? Yeah,
0: love it. I love that. So this is actually one of my favorite topics because you know, oftentimes in real estate, people want to learn more about skill set. And my belief is that um, it's not skill set that's lacking in real estate. It's mindset. The issue is mindset because I think we have a bunch of skilled people running around with the wrong mindset. And and, 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 and oftentimes what happens is, you know, we have people who know what to do. They just don't do it and they don't know why they're not doing it. You know what I
1: mean? I know. I know. Well, I also have some... Oh, my own experiences with real estate and things that happened that to me that were kind of miracle things. Yeah. For example, after I divorced, I started renting a place that I couldn't afford, really. Yeah. But it just came to me because a friend of mine said, let's move in together. So we have two incomes, but my friend changed her mind and she says, you know what, Mabel, I'm moving to Arizona instead. And I ended up with uh, assuming because I could have canceled, but I assumed. and I said, I will be the, the responsible person. I'm going to sign the contract myself. They allow yeah. me to do that. And in less than one month, I was making so much money. I said, I don't need a roommate. I can afford yeah. this place by myself. Yeah. And then, And then the owner came to me. I love that place. And uh, the owner came to me and says, you know, Mabel, I know you love this place, but I, I decided I'm going to sell it. So when your rental agreement you know, is, uh, expires in September, either you will have, if you want to stay, you have to buy it or you have to leave. That's yeah. the first time that I realized that being a renter is not secure yet because, yeah. because I mean, they can uh, ask you to leave any time. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't planning to buy my because I had owned houses and I remember I was not happy. Yeah. So I realized it wasn't about owning things that make me happy. Yeah. Uh, so I said I could rent for the rest of my life. But anyway, I said, you know, if this is the place for me, because I would love to stay. I said, God will give me the loan because I couldn't afford. I had a short sale before. I had uh, different reasons. My credit was not bad, but I had a short sale. Yeah. So, so at that time, it was a big deal, you know, to get a loan. So I said, I don't qualify. I was not working. I didn't have a stable income at that time because I just divorced and I was helping my husband in his uh, work. So I didn't have a job at that time of mine. But like I said, you know, everything just fell into place. I had income suddenly and everything, but I didn't qualify yeah. for the loan. Yeah. And um, and I said, well, you know, if this is the place for me, God will get me the loan. Because even being an accountant and knowing the re- requirements and everything, I don't qualify. Yeah. And uh, at one point, my uh, rental agreement expired and I didn't have the loan. So, you know, I, I didn't think of calling the landlord and crying or say oh give me one more month you yeah. know I love this place I just said you know what I'm gonna call him and tell him I don't have I, I didn't get the loan
0: yeah.
1: and without any thinking you know or worrying or or trying to manage or manipulate or uh, control so I just said you know Ken I didn't get I'm still interested but I didn't get the loan
0: yeah.
1: and he told me, you know Mabel it's not a good time to put uh, to put the the property in the market uh, just write down an extension of your rental agreement and fax it to me and I'll sign it yeah. so he came up with the with the solution okay yeah. um it happened to me another time when I let go completely of my secure and stable career as a tax accountant yeah, yeah. That I, to dedicate full time to this what I do now. And uh, but I was counting with some income from some products, and yep. that allowed me to, hire, to, to have employees already. And suddenly, this income disappeared. And I said, What am I gonna do? You know, how to handle, you know, to support all these people, you know, to have this big responsibility with a new career. Two days later, Mike, I got a letter from at that time, Well Fargo, my uh, mortgage lender and says your your mortgage is going down to half i was paying 1900 now you have to pay 900 only because i had a variable loan and the the interest had gone down i mean so you're talking about mindset we actually create our own lives and it depends if you worry or no worry or or the important if you are attached you know to results or something we are our own obstacle in our own life. I mean, miracles really happen.
0: When you say that though, I, I, want, I, want, I want you to say that again. You, you, you said we create our own lives and I, I want you to explain that to the audience. What do you mean by
1: that? I, I mean that if you say I can, I can. If you, if you say I cannot, I cannot. If you say this is difficult, it's difficult. We yeah. don't realize that our power is in our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Many times we don't even know what we are thinking because it's at the subconscious level. So you you say, what? I am 100% responsible. No way. Yeah, because it's just the program playing in your subconscious mind. Sure, it's not like you do it consciously, but we are 100% responsible for what we create. I didn't end with the story. So um, at one point, okay, my rental expired. Yes. And uh, and I didn't get the loan. And one day I received out of the blue, I received a call from somebody I knew and, and he knew I was looking for a loan. And he says, Mabel, did you get the loan? And I said, no, two people that thought they could help me, they gave up. And he says, I have the bank <laughs> that will lend you the money. And he got me the loan.
0: It would be the Age of podcast property. without technical difficulties, folks. Right, Mabel, Mabel, are you there? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, lost, Sorry. I lost you just a little bit. We we lost some of the feed, but um, do me a favor. So the, repeat what you just said one more time, um, because I think you cut out for about about a minute and a half there. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I lost you. So my so my question was, um, well, you we were just saying, well, why, right? Why 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 do people why this belief that you create your own life, you were saying is based on the thoughts that you produce. Most of these thoughts take place at the subconscious level, but it's coming from somewhere, right? This pre-programming is coming from somewhere. It's either coming from our parents, it's coming from, um, it's pre-programmed into our DNA.
1: Where is this coming from? Well, now scientists says that we have like two stations, you know? So we are usually listening to the one that speaks louder, that is our intellect, the part of us that thinks it knows. But we all have a connection to the universe, cosmos, a more intelligent mind than ours, that usually is the one producing the miracles, solving the problems in ways we never thought possible. And we have to give permission because we have free choice. So we are always choosing who we give the control, yes? To this part that is loud and makes makes up things and have opinions and judgments, or we become a little bit more humble and we said, Hey, I don't know. Yes? You just need to know that whatever is right and perfect will happen. Or is that if you need the money, the money will come in the moment that you need it. No it must be fall like you want it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Do you think though that that your thoughts are a self-fulfilling prophecy? In other words, that if you believe the money will come, that in in most cases it will. And if you believe it won't, then it's probably not going to show up for you. Right.
1: Yes. Yes. I totally believe that. And yeah. I, I, again, I have, I'm proof of that. Yeah. And,
0: and, and, and to your point, I think that I was just talking to somebody about this this weekend. and We were talking about like because, you know, they talk, they define poverty as like an amount of money that you make, right? It's like if you're below, you know, $23,000 a year or $30,000 a year, whatever that number is here in the States that you, um, you know, you you are, you are, you're, you're in poverty, right? That's, that's, that's how they label you. And it's, and I believe personally that, you know, okay, there's a definition, right? In the United States of poverty, that's below this certain um, you know amount of money, but poverty in reality is is a mindset also poverty is a
1: po- Poverty is a belief, right? and, and it's a, They they say this poverty conscious Consciousness, yeah. yes, um, you for example uh, They said thinking about you know, oh what one day. I'm gonna win the lottery They said that's poverty consciousness yeah. thinking you cannot do that money or you cannot do it I mean you need yeah. to win the lottery or, or, for example, as you know, statistics show that whoever wins the lottery or inherit money, they lose it three, four years later, they find yep. bankruptcy. right? Because you didn't prepare. It's about earning it. You right. understand what I mean? Or every, or anything that you receive for free, you don't appreciate it. Right. It, it doesn't have any value. We don't know that it's, everything is... There has to be an exchange. Right.
0: Yes? It's about the journey, not about the destination, right? It's who exactly. you become on the, in the journey to becoming a millionaire that makes you be able to keep it, right?
1: Exactly. It's, it's about the experience, yes? It's about the journey. And, and for example, even when my kids were little, I used to tell them, I said, I'm not going to give you the fish. I'm going to learn to choke out to fish. Yeah. Because the idea is you want to be independent. You want to know that even if you lose everything, you can start all over again. There is nothing like being able that the universe will give you the opportunity to start all over. And mm-hmm. I had the opportunity, being an immigrant, I got to start all over in this country, yes? Yeah. And, and after my divorce, it was like a starting over, you know? And I appreciate and I'm grateful for those opportunities. Sometimes we go into the panic, yeah? Let's talk, let's talk about the pandemic. There are not two people right now that they are living the same experience because of the pandemic, because each one of us is making their own stories, their their own reactions to things, their, uh, our own perception and interpretation of things. Mm-hmm. So it, it comes back to us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, as it relates to real estate and the pandemic, it's like, you know, I've often often find that when we bring somebody new into our environment or an agent comes in, it's like we, you know, we we they they go through this evolution. Right. Where they work. They have to work really hard. It's like and I always tell them the universe is not going to relinquish itself to you until it knows you won't give up. It's going to continue to knock you down and knock you down. And then. once it sees that you'll continue to get up time after time, then it will start to relinquish its fruits to you. You know?
1: We always have to start the process. The universe will not do it. But once you do it, I mean, once you put yourself in the path, once you trust, I mean, amazing things happen. For example, if I go through something that is scary, you know what I repeat mentally? I, I let go and trust. I let go and trust. I let go and trust. And things get resolved yeah when I had that uh, what I was telling you about a lost lost income and I didn't know if I could yeah. afford all my employees, yeah, I went into the anxiety my my intellect told me oh you will have to go back to preparing taxes you know and that was the logical yes but yeah. you know what you know 30 seconds later I had another thought and I said, God, you know why I'm here you know how much I need and when? I said, I'm not gonna worry. It's not like I I didn't worry anymore. It's like I I was conscious enough not to give the control to my worry. So every yeah. time that I noticed I I was worrying, I would look up and I said, I'm not gonna worry, like a little child.
0: Yeah. Because
1: we have to go back to being children and trust the way we trusted when we were children. Yeah. We I love
0: that. And I love I always love reading books about stoicism. I've been in I've been like I'm probably. I don't know. I I think I'm just addicted to reading books about stoicism because what they believe is it's not things, events or people that upset you. It's your opinion of the or your expectations of what you think, you know, about those things. And because ultimately no one can upset you. Only you decide. Yeah, it would be your judgment of what uh, because and the reason why we know that is because something may happen to me that upsets me and it happens to you and it doesn't upset you it's because my judgment of what's happening is different
1: than yours right agree agree totally we you know what we say we say the problem is not the problem it's how you react to the problem that is the problem yeah yeah Yeah. so for example you know i talk about a a very ancient hawaiian art of problem solving it's called ho'oponopono and I learned through Ho'oponopono that I am 100% responsible, no guilty because yeah. people say, you know, confuses. It's totally different. Is I want something to change out there, I have to change. Right. You understand? We are waiting. The same thing, you know, I have a world peace campaign and it's peace begins with me. Peace within is world peace. We are waiting for something to happen. Somebody has to do something about it you know, but we don't realize the power we have to change it. We yeah. don't have the power that uh, that we have to create it. And sometimes you don't even have to get out of your house to make a difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What, so I, 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 oftentimes I find that a lot of people in our industry, it, it is very chaotic and, and and there's a lot of emotions on the line um, when you're talking about real estate. Um, but, you know, when you, you have to be able to compartment compartmentalize those things. It's like, you know, yes, bad things happen and, and it's about learning acceptance and then being able to pivot and move forward quickly. I think is what makes a really good real estate agent because if you get too emotional if you go down a rabbit hole too far, then I think you, you know, you cannot you cannot be the best version of your real estate self and be able to direct and guide your clients. And in you know, people talk about I'm realizing as I get older now, I re- I realize happiness is a choice, more so than anything. And, I and right, and, and I, I, I think that, you know, we make the mistake of saying, you know, once I get here, I'll be happy or once I do this, I'll be happy. And then we get there and we realize I feel exactly the same way I did before. And what we don't realize is that if we had just made the choice to be happy about what we have in gratitude and what we've already accomplished, then we could keep continue that feeling. Um, throughout our entire lives. Would you agree exactly. with
1: that? And, and you have to know that let's say you lose uh, money in a property or something. You have to know that more is coming. Yeah. You know, uh, I think you also have to work on the uh, fear of rejection, not taking things personal. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, there are a lot of things. Sometimes you say next, you know, the story that I tell in my very first book, the uh, the easiest way. Um, actually, I heard this and I thought it was amazing, but this guy, I remember, I don't know if I was in a multi-level company or something like that. And this guy came to talk to us and he was in real estate and and he told us the story that when he was young, he had this opportunity to work for this real estate company. And the owner says, okay, come with me, you know, you're going to go out to the market with me. And they start driving and he's so excited. And at one point, the guy stops in a corner and he says, "Okay, I'm gonna leave you here, and you are going to go for your first 100 no's. See all those houses? You knock, and you ask them if they want to sell their house. I says, and and he gave them a paper with with 100, you know, squares. I says, and you go for your first 100 no's. Yeah. And he was scared and he couldn't believe it, and but he went for. It. And he says, hey, if I didn't go for the no's, I would have gotten the yes. And I well, got some yes. Some yeah. people say yes. Yeah.
0: yeah, there's a book written after that. It's called Go for No, by the way. It's a really good book. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so let me ask you this, because you said one thing that really stood out to me. You said that um, you wrote from the heart. And so yeah. on some level, you felt compelled to um to really delve into this topic of you know, mindset or creating your own destiny. Um, and and obviously you've come a long way since you've started, but like where did that even come from? Like, were you as a like were you just did you come to a point in your career as an accountant where you were just you were not happy and you wanted to figure out why and just you started digging and you really started to uncover all this stuff?
1: no i'll tell you what happened well first of all my mother used to come from argentina to visit and she said look at the house you have and new cars and and a husband that loves you so much and two kids beautiful and healthy and she would say what's your problem because i was always mad and satisfied like you said you know you think it's that house that will make you happy and then you move in and you said no so you keep and you keep looking for a bigger one you know it was okay what happened was that i was a very angry person and uh, i played a lot with my uh, my oldest son and uh, not not physically but verbally and um and one day uh he talked to me the way i used to talk to him and i saw myself i i i was awakened i guess enough or i decided uh to awaken and i said wow, I said, that he learned that from me, and that's not what I wanted to teach him. Yeah. And and I told myself, Mabel, you have to do something. And that day, I don't know if you remember, and I don't know if they are still here, but many, many years ago, I'm talking about, there was in the San Fernando Valley, there was a university, it was called Learning Tree University. And I used to receive their their, uh, book, you know, with all the courses and everything. I'm talking to you about the time that we had the, we had there were um, the first uh, courses about Excel and Word and how to send an email, you know, yeah. and the internet and things like that. And I never saw that they have other kind of courses. But when I took the decision, oh, voila! You know, like you we said, the universe is waiting for you, yeah. And I saw that there was a a, a class about anger. And I said, hey, I'm going to go and take." I said, what is anger? Where is coming from? Yes. And this guy ended up being a metaphysical teacher. And I started going to his house for group uh, courses, you know, metaphysics. Another friend of mine noticed I was uh, was in my search and she gave me a metaphysical book. Then I started going to yoga classes at at the end of the class. The teacher would make us do a visualization. And and I was manifesting what I visualized in my yoga class that same day. Yeah. So I started wondering if, if we had the power to change our life inside of us. Yes. So because I was always a person that used to blame and complain and trying to change people, you know, and the problem was always out there, you know. Yeah. So I started wondering, and one of the most important things that changed my life was realizing that we don't need, we don't depend on anybody or anything uh, to change our lives. Yeah. That we don't have to wait. That, like you said, happiness is a decision. There are, there is not enough money to make you happy. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's, it's not about the money, it's not about the house, it's not about... That's why when you said then You know what it came to me when you talk about 30000 and the level and that's poverty? Yeah. You know, maybe the $30,000 guy is much happier than us. That make much more money. Yeah. Yeah. So so what is important really in life? You understand what I mean? Yeah. No. If you do the real estate to have fun, to help people, to make people's dreams, you know, come true... You know, and that satisfies you. I always ask the question, what would you do even if you don't get paid? Yeah, because that question also changed my life.
0: Yeah.
1: I was I was still a tax accountant, and you know what I wrote when they asked me that? I said, traveling the world, change uh sharing with others what has helped me. So when I tell you that I I I you know I write from my heart, is because I have this fire inside of me of waking up people I feel my mission is to wake up people yeah I don't have to convince you hope or no or nothing I have to tell you wake up stop blaming and complaining choose to be happy
0: yeah I love that I man it just makes so much sense in today's day and age too when I mean people have more wealth than ever right but they're also as unhappy as they've ever been yeah,
1: and, we, uh, we have created a very unha- unhappy world and I think if we don't do it for us, we have to do it for us. We owe it to our children. For example, I love to work with young people because my message, you know what my message to them is? It says, you can be happy now. Right. Don't wait. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's interesting when we look at children, oftentimes we see the happiest people, right? I mean, especially very young children. Um, they're just so happy. You know, they you know, before yeah, we they'll, start, they'll, they'll themselves to anyone. You know, they'll talk we to start anybody.
1: Programming them. Before we start yeah. programming them. <laughs> and, that, you know, that's the problem. So
0: how do we stop doing that?
1: We have to work on ourselves. And I think that the most important is that we become happy parents. You know, we stop producing professional, unhappy professionals.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you it's, know, that we allow them to be themselves. Yeah. But uh, we, for that, you know, we are their model too. They don't listen to us; they yeah. observe us. So we have to start being happy. Yeah, we start to. We we have to show them that, uh, you know, that that is important. Really, to do what you love, not not the title.
0: Yeah. So, I think what you're saying here is is that really, in you know. It, this feels right on an unconscious level or subconscious level, right? It's like inherently we know this to be true, sure. but society is telling us something else always, right? right? You know, it's telling us more is always better. It's telling us to buy the new car. It's telling us to get the, the great job, even if we don't like it. That makes a lot of money, right? It's telling us to, you know, show everybody everything we have. You know what I mean? It's in, in the reality of it is it's it's um, it's, it's perpetuating the problem. And people need, I, that's why I love to start every day out with some gratitude, right? Because there's always something to be grateful for. Sure. There always is. Yes. And I think I, I just feel like it, I start literally every single morning, I start out with gratitude because it puts me in the right frame of mind to receive whatever happens in the day.
1: Good you for know? you. Yeah, that changed that change your vibration, yes? Yeah. Because we are energy. So if you are down into the grief, if you are down into the fear and things like that, more possibilities of getting sick, for example. So and so re- you realize it comes back to us. It always comes back to us. And the decisions are what you are focusing on. Because also, even now that we are going through some uh, bad things or whatever you want to call it, there are a lot of good things happening too. A lot of people are waking up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great segue, actually, because I don't want to let you get out of here without talking about your newest book, Zero Frequency. Yeah. So talk about the idea behind this book, where it came from and talk about a little bit about what the reader can expect.
1: Yeah. So, you know, all my work is based on Ho'oponopono. That's what I the only thing I practice for. I don't know how many years now, more than 20 um, but again, for me, it's not about convincing anybody. It's about sharing. And it could be Ho'oponopono or something else, but do something. Yes, wake up. Okay, zero fre- Ho'oponopono is esoteric, it's spiritual. You know, some people could close to it because of that, because a lot of people confuse spirituality with religion, where it has not, it's exactly the opposite. Uh, yeah. but, but zero frequency allows me, because I've been doing zero frequency trainings for more than 10 years around the world. Um, I, but zero so frequency allows me to show you how a spi- simple, very simple uh, spiritual concepts can work for real estate, for accountants, for for parents, you yeah. know, for the, your everyday life. Because spirituality should be the foundation of our life. Yes. Mm-hmm. We got it all like working for money. It's completely the opposite. It's, you have to do what you love. What you will do even if you don't get paid, and then you will always have money. You will never have money problems. Okay, so zero frequency allows me to explain this spiritual concept, but in, in a more practical or intellectual way, yes? And because I come from the business world, because I am still an intellectual person, you know, it's for me, it's important to put the two of them together and show you. And with, you know, I give you, Plenty of tips, plenty of stories, plenty of things that you can identify yourself and say, oh my, okay, when I have a problem, the worst thing I can do is think, okay, I just have to breathe, you know? So you take a deep breath or you relax or you go and, and hug a tree, you know, or go for a walk. <laughs> but it's exactly the opposite of what we learned. No, you have to worry, otherwise you are irresponsible. No, right. you you stop everything when you worry yeah. wh- or, when, or when you think. Or it's even arrogant from us to think that we are going to resolve it. Right. So so uh, it's becoming more humble. It's trusting more of you. For me, it's very important that people find their passion. I stumble with my passion or you know, yeah. what I would do even if I don't get paid. But it's not about not getting paid. You can get paid very good money. But in the beginning, it that's kind of, kind of your compass, yes? Yeah. Uh, y- your start point. Wow. And, can
0: I stop you really quick? Sure. Uh, do you find that um, in most cases, fear, anxiety, um, worry, they all come from living in the future? In other words, they're, they're, you're worried about things that are beyond your control. And, and, okay. and when you worry or you're anxious or you're fearful, yeah. oftentimes yeah. not in the present moment, correct?
1: If you are engaging with a if you are engaging with the emotions, is it somebody or something triggered something from the past? Yeah. If you are worried, anxious, or something, you are in the future. Right. So zero frequency is about living in the present. That's all you have.
0: Yeah.
1: And naturally, it depends on your, because life is consequences. We don't realize because of the thing of time. Yeah. But everything that we are living right now is consequences of the decisions that we made, actions we took. You understand know what I mean? We are 100% responsible. Yeah. But the good thing is we can change it. It's not about you feeling bad because you created it. It's about, I said, oh, you, I created it. I can change it. Yeah. <laughs> now you, you, you get, you know, your power back. Otherwise, you are giving power because of the government. Is your neighbor. Is your spouse. Is your part? You, you are always depending on somebody. No, you depend on you. That's it.
0: And the good news when you do take responsibility for your actions or where you're at in life is that, yes, you you are there because of the decisions you've made, but you also have the power to control and change those decisions, right? And start making money.
1: I was a very independent person since I was a child. You know, I started making money at at five or six years old. I started selling magazines, you know, to make money. Uh, But the thing is that I felt free for the first time in my life well, first of all, I was happy for the first time in my life when I found spirituality and I realized I was not alone, I didn't have to do it alone, and, and everything else. But the other thing it was the, the idea that, wow, I created it, I can change it. When I realized about hundred percent responsibility, I said I said I felt free for the first time in my life.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite book that you've written?
1: That I've written?
0: You've written personally.
1: But, <laughs> the easiest way to grow <laughs> for for children three to 100 year old <laughs> <laughs> and why is that your favorite because everything that changed my life everything that helped me to open up my mind everything that i put it on that book it was a children's book so i couldn't put everything yes yeah. so I, I i i um recorded the messages. Um, and, um, and it's all about reprogramming your subconscious mind. Remembering, it's about remembering, yeah. yes. Um, letting go, for example, we talk about we talk about many important things, but I'll, I'll tell you other things that changed my life. Yeah. For example, I was a person that for me, what other people thought of me was very important. Mm-hmm. You know, when I let go of that, and I realized that whatever, what I think of me is important, not what other people think. Yes. So that, so that I put that in the book because we waste so much energy and time during life, pleasing people. Yeah, and, and even if you get everybody to talk great about you, if you don't love yourself, forget it. You are empty. Yes. So
0: true. So true. Okay.
1: So I let go of that. I, I learned to forgive in my heart. Not that I had to go to talk to anybody. You know why? Because I realized that if I didn't forgive, I was hurting myself, <laughs> not the person that didn't discern my... Sometimes, like you said, we know everything, yeah? Everything, oh yeah, sure, but I, we have to practice,
0: yeah?
1: Yeah. So, if you don't forgive, you're still in the past, you carry that person with you that you hate so much, you carry it with you, yeah. you know? They say it's like taking poison and waiting for the other one to die, <laughs> you know? So... It gets to the point you have to love yourself enough not to hurt yourself anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you when you are at peace for no reason, when you are happy for no reason, I mean everything gets added. Everything comes to you because again you are not an obstacle in your own life.
0: Yeah. It's your frequency, right? You you are now your vi- the vibrations exactly. now are of abundance, and you're you're actually acting as a magnet. You're not repelling things. Like you zero do.
1: frequency zero frequency is allowing, yes? Yeah. When you are in this frequency where you allow things, where you accept, when you don't react as much, when you can put some distance, when you don't take things personal, and definitely when you are doing what you love. For me, it's very important to connect people with what they love, what they would do, even if you don't get paid. Because can for me, that would be a perfect world, that we all do what we love.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes? We so, all would have money and resources and everything.
0: Yeah. So um I'm curious, has any book that you've read made a major impact on you? Like it, yes. what 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 are what are, what's the what's the one book or two books that have made a major three. impact on you? Okay, give me three. three. Love them.
1: Uh seven spiritual laws for success. Very small book, Deepak Chopra. Yeah. Everything you have to know is in the book. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I have
0: that I'm writing it down now.
1: Okay. So Seven Spiritual Laws for Success. Then uh, the, Mastery of, the Mastery of Love from Don Miguel Ruiz. Everybody knows him for the Four Agreements. Yeah. But The Mastery of Love is amazing book. Okay. And then The Power of Now.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great book, by the way. That, that's um, one of my favorites. That was the book yeah. that started it all for me. And there's one more. Um, by Dr. James Allen, "As a Man Thinketh." I don't know if you've ever read that. No,
1: book. I didn't read that one.
0: You, if you like the power of now uh, by Eckhart Tolle, you will love, love, love that book. Okay, I, I, I will
1: write it, it down. Tell yeah. me again the author.
0: It's uh, Dr. James Allen. Okay. And it's uh, it's "As a Man Thinketh" and "From Poverty to Power." Get the dual get the dual edition book.
1: Okay. Okay. I will. I will because I also love to share with uh, people from other authors, you know, whatever, because I like when we coincide. Yes. We all talk about the same thing. Yeah. So, um, so the idea is uh, how to say the same thing in a different way. Yes. Or to confirm things.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, you always take just so much from every book, you know what I mean? But what happens is when you've read a compilation of so many different books on one subject, um, it really starts to sink in and you really start to live that out in your life.
1: No, and even you, every book, you have to read it many times because every time you're going to reread it, you're going to find things you never saw before.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because you are different, yes, or you are ready. Or now that you read it, you interpret it in a completely different way. Now it's like, oh, now I got, now I got it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I can feel your energy. you have a great vibration through the Thank through you. the through the screen here. I know I mean, I, I
1: what I love what I do, and I think it's my it's definitely my passion and and I think you you can tell you know when people do what they love and when why they do it when they do it for the money.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so true, Mabel. Well let me ask you this. um obviously, um you can buy the book. I know you can buy it over on Amazon. Um I think you can get the Kindle edition for seven ninety nine right now. Yes. Um, how, how, how can people wh- what would you recommend you have obviously more than one book right where would you recommend people start with the series of books you've written
1: well no the zero frequency is a good start because okay. it's it, it's set apart from all my previous book I have the easiest way the easiest way to live the easiest way to grow I have Malugia that is another <laughs> another children's book is 26 uh, store, uh, it's like all these uh, spiritual principles, but telling the stories that are actually real, different. Yeah. Some people would think weird, but they are real. I, yeah. I was more than 10 years with my teacher, Dr. Lyakala, um, w- who I learned the Ho'oponopono from. And, um, and uh, he told me a lot of weird uh, stories, but that's what opened up my mind and that's what changed my life. So um, the zero frequency, what he has right now is an offer. Uh, I highly recommend it because it says uh, for people that are getting into the search, yes? Yeah. Uh, Or getting into spiritual principles or things like that. Um, Again, not to be confused with religion. Um, So um, zero frequency gives you a lot of different things. I mean, so it's kind of more mainstream, yeah? Like I said, more balance into spirituality and real life. Sure. Um, so, and, and right now, if you go to zerofrequency.com and you go to the book page, you're going to see that actually, if you buy it in Amazon, you can get hundred dollars and digital products. One is my very first zero frequency training I did here in Los Angeles, yeah. um, with my teacher, Dr. He participated in my very first zero frequency training. Yeah. And then another one that I did, um, that is renew you that we did with uh Don Miguel Ruiz and DC Cordova and um, Gary Queen Gabriel Nosovich and, and other people and um and, and it's amazing that's video amazing you can do processes there uh, you're you're going to learn a lot about business and uh, and how to apply also all these principles yeah. So I, I highly recommend it, and right now you are you are getting it for free. But anyway, I am in, in all social medias in my in Facebook and Mabel Cats fan page, and then Instagram, Mabel Cats, Twitter, etc. etc. And um, and I do have a MabelCats.com page with that has some free resources and a whole ponopono video course uh that you know a free basic open on a video course so i mean i have a lot of things <laughs> but also you know in the zerofrequency.com there is like a starter pack and uh, and uh, you can get also part of this book and some videos you know and uh, and also this book comes with 10 bo- 10 uh, videos that accompany uh, the book because i wanted to t- to kind of be there with people, to support people as they go, because I always says zero frequency is a journey, you know, that that starts on the first page of the book, and then I would like. So it, there are many chapters that come with the video, so yeah. you can get access. Uh, access also those are for free too, but they come with the book.
0: Yeah. And and so it's also, it's kind of like a study guide, right? It's like it's it's watching the videos the same time you're reading the book and they kind of play off each other.
1: Yeah, or when you finish, you know, you want to reinforce the concepts or something. Or maybe when you listen, you know, you get the idea better than, you know, after you read it or something like that. So people will use it in different ways. But I just wanted to do some complementary things to the just the book.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Mabel, we're so, um, so grateful that you had an opportunity to spend a few minutes with us here this afternoon.
1: I enjoy very much, Mike. And I I love your way of thinking, too.
0: Well, I've so enjoyed it. And as usual, I love sharing these stories week after week because I know this show is literally changing agents, financial and spiritual life. And I will (laughs) tell my kids to watch you. (laughs) Yeah. Do me a big favor. If you know someone that might enjoy the podcast, please share it with them. And if you like the podcast, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. And um, don't forget, we've got eight hours of free real estate training over at MikeWallLive.com. Please leave us a five-star review if you like the show. For Mike Wall, this is Mabel A hey, Mabel, thank you so much again for being on the show. I so enjoyed it.
1: Thank you.
0: All right.